Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is August the 20th. And we come off just the most disappointing series of the season for the Phillies. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk that we could, on August the 20th, reach our low? (laughs) I definitely thought that the low was before this. I feel like an idiot for actually believing in this team at all after that eight-game win streak. What a fool I was. What a fool any of us were. And look, I don't blame us. I mean, we're fans. The whole point of being a... A fan is to be hopeful and to believe and to ride with your team and and you know it's 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 not our job to be you know I guess my job and what I do it's more my job to be critical and whatnot but but it is you know as fans we're fans first and foremost and and our job is to root for the team and get excited right and and that eight game win streak was the most exciting thing we've had in a long time in this city with this team and. I don't blame us for for jumping on board, so to speak. It felt real in the moment. It was the most exciting thing we've had to jump onto in a while. We were starving for it. We were dying to just have some semblance of positivity and hope surrounding this moribund franchise, the decade of sadness and mediocrity at best. And, and, And it felt like, you know what, here we go, all this... Effort and money and all these things, it's it's paying off here. Where Bryce Harper's white hot, Zach Wheeler's gonna win the Cy Young, Phillies are win eight straight, they're gonna win this division. We're going to the playoffs. That the, the decade streak is coming to an end. Whoops. That's all I gotta say. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize for believing all season long. All season long. I said, no, no, no. Don't buy in. They're not that good. They're mediocre. They've shown us who they are. Don't fall for it. And then an eight-game winning streak, and it's like, boom, let's go. And to be fair, they had not done anything like that prior. So it really did feel revelatory in a way. It felt uh, like the 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 new normal, maybe. And uh, <laughs> just as well as that phrase paid off for the Eagles, uh, certainly – What it feels like with the Phillies right now, they go into Arizona against the team that came into the series with the worst record in 
baseball. Now they don't have the worst record because they swept the Phillies. The Phillies gave them their 39th, 40th, and 41st wins of this season. Even after getting swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Phillies still have 20 more wins than the Diamondbacks. And the Phillies are not that good, as we know. Um, Man, uh, honestly, like, embarrassing is really the word. You know, if you had to pick one word for this weekend in Arizona, embarrassing is the word that comes to mind. I'm embarrassed. They should be embarrassed. It did sound after the game like they were embarrassed. I mean, I mean, when JT Romuto said after the game that that they lost to a team that wasn't trying to win, buddy. I mean, it shouldn't get any more embarrassing as a baseball team. I mean, again, this is an organization that had the worst uh, worst staff in baseball, worst record in baseball, worst everything coming in this game, and the Phillies batted 0.98 in the series. <laughs> Phillies scored six runs, two each game. Phillies were at times shut down 13 around. Madison Bumgarner had 22. It was just a, an utter embarrassment. An utter embarrassment. And as disappointing as the pitching was, and, and again, the pitching was disappointing comparatively, right, to, um, to because we lost, but... The real reason they lost these games is because the offense didn't show up. Zach Wheeler's worst outing of the season goes six and two thirds because of six earned runs, seven strikeouts, seven hits, one walk. Um, but yet again, yet again, the offense doesn't do anything. It's six nothing in the eighth. They score one in the eighth, one in the ninth, but you know, meaningless runs. Um, as they muster seven hits, seven hits made Madison Bumgarner look like old school Bumgarner. Bumgarner goes eight one run innings. A offense, nowhere to be found. Harper, 0 for 4, down to 290. Gene Segura, 1 for 5, under 300. Segura batting 299 now on the season. Alec Bohm gets his first start in a week last night, 0 for 3. McCutcheon, 0 for 4. JT Romuto, 0 for 4. And by the way, JT, 259 average, 344 OBP, 441 slugging. You know what that's not? That's not the best catcher in baseball. I'll tell you that JT has been bad. Like average, if we're being real, JT's been average, but considering who he is and what he's getting paid, he's been bad. A big disappointment this year. Defensively as well, what happened to the, can't run on JT, best defensive catcher in baseball, really? Hmm. Doesn't look like it this year. Being real, being honest, doesn't call the best game. And with the bat, has been average at best. Dude's got an OPS under 800. Under 800. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. And you can blame injuries. I mean, not having Reese Hoskins is definitely a bummer, and it has hurt the lineup. You know, missing McCutcheon for a little bit. They've missed Didi at times. Harper's been in and out at times. The blah, 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 blah. You know, Afflin's still not back, but... Man, every other team's dealing with it. Again, the team, the Braves, are now four games up, by the way, on the Phillies. Lost their best player. Lost one of the five best players in baseball in Ronald Acuna. They're trudging along. They've won 14 of 16 and they're four games up. The Phillies were two and a half games up on April 8th. April 8th. That's 12 days ago. 12 days ago. The Phillies were two and a half games up in the division. They're four back now. 
They've lost six and a half games in 12 days. It's like 1964-esque. They've lost six games in 12 days. Six and a half games. That's hard to do. That doesn't happen too often. Losing six and a half games in 12 days in the standings? That's unbelievable. (laughs) How do you do that? And it's just so Phillies, isn't it, right? Like, man, like the moment, the second the fan base believes, the second we've had years here of not believing, we've had years of not letting us ourselves get fooled. And the moment, the moment they win eight straight, we jump right in. That's how starved we are as a fan base. That's how desperate we are for a winner here in Philadelphia. Even the slightest hint of it just sets us off. (laughs) We were like, playoffs, baby! It really does show how beaten down we've been. It really does. You know, that it, it's a, a good takeaway from this. Like, we have been beaten down as Phillies fans. And the fact that we all knew in our brains what we've seen all year long from this team, but an eight-game win streak, and it's like they're putting it together. They figured it out finally. They did it. Again, I feel like an idiot. Um, I do. I feel I feel foolish for for falling back in. And look, I know, look, the season's not over. It's not. I mean, they're four back with 40 to play or whatever it is. 41 to play, whatever. I mean, 41. They have 41 to play and they're four back. I mean, it's not over. It's not. It definitely feels like it, though. I mean, it definitely feels like it. And I'll tell you this. It's going to be hard for me to believe in this team until they're in the playoffs. You know, they make a run here, it's just gonna feel like the eight gamer again. You know, it's gonna be like, yeah, well, you know. Don't don't buy too much in. You know, be careful. Stay guarded. And and it's a shame. It really is a shame because this city, as we saw with that Met series, as we've seen in the past, like the city's ready for a great baseball team. This city will be there to support it. There will be excitement in this city. People will go to the games. People will support this team if they're good, if they win games. That's what's so frustrating about this. They had a moment. They had a chance. Especially with the Eagles. Look, I don't think the Eagles are going to be that good this year. There's a chance to to grab the city. To make September theirs. I mean, that is not something the Phillies get to do that often. It's not that often the Phillies can yank September away from from the Eagles. Yank October away from the Eagles. That that doesn't happen often. The Phillies had a real chance to do that with how I think the Eagles are going to be and and where they were headed. It's such a massive missed opportunity as a franchise to grab this city by the horns and to to remind people that, that it's a baseball city too. That we care about our Phillies here. That we'll be there. That we'll show up. It's... They had it in the palm of their hand. And it just slipped through their fingers. And again, I know it's not over, but it just, it feels over. I know it's not. But there's a Phillies team that in late August 
fighting for the division championship, went in to face the worst team in baseball and got swept. It was a historic sweep. Yeah, I saw a stat, something like the teams with a, a 320 or less winning percentage heading into a series. It's like three sweeps since like 1920 or something like that. It's crazy. Like the numbers are insane. It's a, a an historic sweep. An historically bad sweep. The Phillies, I'll say it again, went in while fighting for a division championship to face the worst team in baseball and lost three straight. It's so damning when you hear it put like that, when you just lay it out in its simplest terms. It's so damning. It's so damning of this organization. And it and it really just exemplifies a lot of the issues we've had with this team all season. You know, the inability for this team to to bring it on the road, the lack of leadership that this team has, the lack of a um a rudder. You know, this team feels rudderless when they start to 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 fall. You know, when they start to play poorly, it just seems like it's a, a rudderless ship with no one guiding the way and no one who can yank them out of it. No one who can say, guys, like enough, get on my back, let's go. And look, I, I think that that you have to rip all the, the leaders in this clubhouse, quote unquote leaders. I, you know, we don't even really know, but I mean, look, Bryce Harper is having an MVP season from a offensive perspective, and I will not rip what the guy has done on the field. He has been a top-tier baseball player this year for the Phillies, one of the best in baseball this year. It has been phenomenal watching what he's done and a big reason why they had that eight-game win streak, his his bat and all that. But, look, we're not in the clubhouse, but from a leadership perspective, I, I, I can only assume they need more from Bryce Harper. I mean, he's Bryce freaking Harper. Like, if anyone is going to be a natural leader in that locker room based on their stature, based on the money they make, based on their position in the league, based on their fame, based on their ability... It's that guy. That's the guy who fills those criteria of what leaders generally are, of the guys who are naturally the leader of a club because they're the best player, they're the face of the club, all that. Like, whether you want it or not, right, if you're that guy, there is stuff that comes with that. There is other obligations to your ball club that come with being Bryce Harper. And it really feels like he's not as good at those as he is at hitting the baseball. You know, when do we see Bryce, you know, getting in someone's face? When do we see Bryce pumping the team up, getting the team fired up, you know, going up to guys in the in the dugout and talking to them? And, and when do we see that stuff? We don't. And again, we're not in that clubhouse, so this is more conjecture. I get it. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but... It certainly feels like they don't get enough in the leadership department from Bryce Harper. That's what it feels like to me, at least. JT Romito, another example. I mean, when do we see this guy do anything from that perspective? He's supposed to be the best catcher in baseball. He's supposed to be your, like your leader on the field, your 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 guy, uh, you know, your quarterback, so to speak, on the field. He's supposed to be that guy. I haven't seen that from JT. I haven't seen any of that from JT. I haven't seen him take a player by the, the, the you know, jersey and, and talk to him and whatever, all that. I haven't seen any of that stuff. And it just, look, this team clearly feels leaderless. They act leaderless. They're, again, these, these ruts that they find themselves in and the inability to dig out for long, for extended periods of time, I mean, that's 
comes back to the clubhouse. It comes back to the culture. It comes back to the leadership. And that was what, you know, I think, I think in a way misled us a bit during that, that win streak was that, you know, it does feel like when this team's riding high that, that it does feel that way. You know, when they're winning, they, they do feel like there's a, a camaraderie, like an excitement, like they're into it. And then they go in these funks, these embarrassing funks. Again, they batted like 098 against the Dimebacks. Worst staff in baseball. They got shut down in three straight games by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And they're and that can't happen. That's not happening to the Braves. With Freddie Freeman leading them in there. That's not gonna happen. It just wouldn't happen. It's embarrassing. And it feels like these types of things happen to this group far too often. And that it has to fall back on the leaders in the clubhouse. Whether they want to be leaders or not comes with the territory. So I think that's a, a major problem for this team. And again, their inability to, to ratchet up on the road and when there's no one in the fans, whatever, like, well, you got to figure that out. You got to find a way to create your own energy. This team fails at that again and again and again and again. They just seem to have an inability to muster it up when it matters together to 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 fight. We had so excited during that game about how they fought. Oh, when they're down late, you always believe in this team. You know, it feels like such a distant memory all of a sudden. This feels like the opposite, this team. It feels like they didn't even care in Arizona. And look, you hope that they take this to heart. Zach Wheeler said they're going to take it to heart. You lose to a team like that, you get swept. How can you not take it personally? That's what he said. I hope they take something personally. I hope they have that type of reaction for anything this season. Because, again, it just doesn't feel like that type of group. It doesn't feel like that type of group that can create their own energy, that can create their own um, reason to go out and play hard every night. And that's a bummer, man. And that's, that's I think, part partly where this team falls apart and where they underperform. And again, look, they are four games back with 41 to play. They are in it. You know, it's not over. They still have a three-game series left against the Braves. As we've talked about, the Phillies after this weekend with the Padres, who are scuffling, by the way. The Padres are in danger of falling out of the wild card spot, which felt like a fait accompli for the vast majority of the season. They've been playing really bad baseball. So you're going to face a struggling Padres team. Then you got the Rays at home. Those are tough. But then you got your 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 easiest stretch. You know, with teams like the Orioles, who are now the worst team in baseball. I guess that doesn't really help. The Marlins, the Nats, those type of teams, while the Braves have a tougher schedule for the next couple of weeks. But again, none of that matters if you don't beat these teams. It's like, oh, they got the Orioles. Well, they just lost three straight to the Diamondbacks, so I don't know, right? I don't feel confident they're going to go into Baltimore and beat the Orioles. I just don't, or, or at home, or, you know, anywhere. I just, it's a shame. It's a shame this team has gotten us to that point. And, you know, that was the real big selling point of why we all felt excited about the Phillies in the second half was was the, the schedule. And they reminded us it doesn't matter. They reminded us that they'll lose to the Diamondbacks, that they'll lose to the Marlins, that they'll lose to the Nationals. They'll lose important games to anybody. This team doesn't have the toughness, the fortitude to fight through the tough part of the, the season, this dog days into the stretch run. Like, that's year after year after year they fall apart. 
and with four games back with 41 to play, I just don't expect them to fight back. Can they? Yeah. I mean, it's doable. Again, like, think about it this way. They were two and a half games up 12 days ago, right? I mean, 12 days now is like just like Labor Day, essentially, you know? Like, right right before Labor Day. So, like, theoretically, sure, they could be back up and, you know, by the end of the season, for sure they could. But it's just hard to watch this team believe that's going to happen. I don't know how anyone could believe it's going to happen. I don't know how you can believe in this team right now, especially when the Braves are handling business. A Braves team that, as we've talked about, has been to the playoffs years in a row, knows what it takes to win these games, has the reigning MVP as their best player, a guy who's, yet again, been to the playoffs multiple years in a row, knows what it takes, a team full of guys who know what it takes to win these games. And this Phillies team just doesn't feel like they know what it takes to win these games. It doesn't feel like they know how to go about winning these games. And that's why it's just hard to to get excited about them. It's hard to believe in them. We'll always have that eight-game win streak, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a shame. It's a shame because, um, you know, since the eight-game win streak, now they've lost seven to nine. And again, just three straight to the Diamondbacks. It's just... It's hard to fathom. It's hard to believe that the Phillies lost three straight to the Diamondbacks. It really is. It really is. As disappointing as this team has been the majority of this season as up and down as they've been, and the, the disappointing stretches we've gone through, the multiple, multiple times this season where we finally felt like they had broken through and were going to do something, the three straight walk-offs, you know, the, obviously the eight-game win streak, a couple other times this season where you know, they went on mini runs where it just felt like, okay, you know, they're figuring it out, they're hitting the baseball well, they're, they're fighting back in games, all this stuff, like, okay, all right, this team's starting to figure out who they are and what they could do, blah, 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 and then, and then every time it, it's, it doesn't pay off. So at this point, like, it's hard to believe that it would pay off. It's hard to believe that they're going to go on another one of those that's actually going to end with them in first place at the end of the season. It's just, it's hard to see it. It's hard to visualize it. Because all the evidence we have tells us that they're not going to. That they're going to continue to disappoint. That they're going to continue to underperform against teams they're supposed to be. And again, if I had to bet, I would bet the Braves don't do that. I would bet the Braves... If nothing else, beat the teams they're supposed to beat, as they've done with their 14 of 16. Just handling teams, sweeping the Marlins, handling the Nationals. You know, like just handling teams they're supposed to beat. I mean, that's the hallmark of a, of a playoff team. You know, you beat the teams you're supposed to. For sure you beat the teams you're supposed to. So, you know, it's just, it's a frustrating time right now as a Phillies fan. I think that... Uh, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed the eight-game win streak, and, and I appreciate that it happened, but I also do think that it has uh, set us up for, for more pain. This is the way, uh, the Phillies way. Always uh, set us up for more pain. Look, um, as we've talked about, the next two weeks is probably going to decide the season because there are three in San Diego who's been scuffling, two at home against Tampa Bay. Obviously, those are tough games, but then you got four at home against Arizona. You know, <laughs> at least it's at home, I guess. Three in Washington, three in Miami. Um, so that that ten game stretch there from Arizona through Miami is their best chance to catch up. They still have Baltimore at home left. They still have caught four against Colorado at home and Colorado just horrendous on the road. Uh, four or three at home against the the Cubs. Like they have easy games left on the schedule, a fair amount of them. But again, like what does that matter? 
What does that matter if you don't beat these teams? If if the Diamondbacks coming to town isn't a, a three straight wins, then what are we doing, right? Four straight wins, what are we doing? And that's that's the concern, and that's the worry, and that's why, you know, it's hard to trust this team. Um, all right, well, big weekend this weekend in San Diego, and, you know, I don't trust them, but I'm going to root for them, and uh, you hope that they can handle business and maybe, maybe, maybe climb back in this again. Four back with 41 to play is not as far from over. Um, now, unfortunately, the Braves are in Baltimore this weekend, so, you know, facing the new worst team in baseball after the Diamondbacks have climbed out of the cellar thanks to beating the Phillies, so you don't feel great about that. Um, so, Phillies really need to get some wins this weekend. Matt Moore on the hill tonight against Blake Snell. Moore, of course, coming off his almost no-no, right? Six innings no baseball, so let's see if he can carry that over. Aaron Nola against Joe Musgrove on Saturday. That's a definitive advantage for Joe Musgrove, better than Aaron Nola. And, you know, can't trust Nola at all. And then Kyle Gibson on Sunday. Uh, Padre Star hasn't been announced yet, but Gibby! Um, look, score runs, right? And that's what it's going to come down to. If this offense can get hot for the last four games, maybe they have a chance. Uh, again, I don't think they do. I, I'm not predicting they do. But if they're going to make the playoffs, it's because the offense gets hot. So now's the time. You just had your worst offensive series of the season against the worst pitching team in baseball show up it's time we'll see we'll see if it happens either way whatever happens we'll be back to talk about it so have a wonderful weekend and we'll be back to talk about on monday until then thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 